What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of the Extra Point Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports of 2020. We're in 2020 now, folks. We took the last two years of 2019 off, recuperated. We're back. We're better than ever. We're energized. And we've got a ton to talk about, starting off with probably one of the best wild card weekends in recent memory. Maybe a little recency bias, but I feel like all these games this past weekend were great. We saw... Two overtime games. We saw the Patriots lose wildcard weekend for the first time since I can remember. We saw the Saints get screwed again. Not screwed, but lose dramatically on the last play again for the third year in a row. What'd you guys think? What was your game of the weekend? Um I don't know. The the, the Texans uh Bills game was entertaining for a while. Just, was. I, was, I was hoping to see Buffalo pull it, it out. I missed the end of it. So upset I missed the end of it. I was like meeting him at my friend's house and like he lives like 30 minutes away and like to basically to see the Patriot game I had to like miss overtime. How long did that game go into overtime? Like a while, right? I think uh, it was yeah. like, it was like three, or, three or three or four possessions. Yeah, so like it definitely like I, I made the smart move. I couldn't like I was like kept waiting it out, waiting it out. Like maybe like the Texans will finish them off, or the Bills will come back, and like it, they made the field. I left right before they had the game tying field goal. I mean, Josh Allen forgot how to play football. Um, it was a it was a gutty comeback by Wad and Watson, and they made big plays. Haven't been insanely impressed by Watson this year, but he used his legs very well, and he made that amazing play at the end, um, getting hit by two defenders and. He showed, proved while uh, Dabo referred to him as the MJ of the sport. But, um, I, I mean, Josh Allen, I think, I, I almost think that the, they lost the game more, I almost think. I think I think the Bills did. Because you have a 16 nothing lead. You have a, a quarterback that can run the ball. You have a running back that can run the ball. You have a receiver in John Brown who can pretty much get what he wants. You have a great slot receiver in Cole Beasley. Heck, Duke Johnson's even become relevant. I mean, there's, like, some of the turnovers he made, the fumble, and, of course, Josh Allen uh, throwing the football backwards at the minute to go could have been a disaster. I mean, I just think Josh Allen lost this game. I think he freaked the fuck out. Um, I think he'll learn from it. He had a great year, but I think Josh Allen is is the one to blame. Yeah, it it wasn't a good look for him. Uh, no, I mean, as much as Watson, I mean, look at Watson's numbers, high completion percentage, but Watson played really well running, like, Watson played well, but, like, other than, like, the play at the end, like, Watson didn't play incredible, like, one rushing touchdown, which was a really nice run, one throwing touchdown, um, and he was efficient, but, like, Deshaun Watson didn't have an incredible performance, but he did what he needed to do to win, but it shouldn't have been, even been possible if the the Bills just didn't turn the ball over and didn't, didn't shit the bed, so... Um, but my game of the week personally was the Titans, uh, Patriots. It was a close game the whole time. Um, not even because the Pats lost. I mean, you, you, this game sitting at 14, 13, like it was a chess match match with Vrabel. 
you know, taking these uh, penalties to to get the punter more room, and, and and Belichick's fucking pissed. Yeah, how about he, how about Rabel using uh, Belichick Belichick's own trick against him? Yeah, it's pretty funny yeah. because he used this against the and he the Jets. Yeah, he used it against the Jets, and it was yeah, no problem back then. It was just smart football back I it then. Was funny. I did think it was funny, but now it's getting done on you, and you're gonna have a a, a pissing contest about, it, and you're gonna be fucking freaking out. Doesn't work that way, buddy. So you got what's handed to you. I think Vrabel's one of the best young coaches. I love the Titans. I love the Titans with the points this week. They play physical. Tannehill only completed eight to fifteen passes because he literally simply did not need to. He made a one huge throw to basically seal the game at the end. A great throw to. I think it was Humphreys on the left side. A comeback, beautiful throw. He did what he needed to do. I don't care if he threw for 75 yards. He he didn't turn it over. Played within himself. That's what the Titans do. They don't want to throw the ball 40 times. Henry, like a battering ram. He was a monster. He was one of the most impressive playoff games I've seen from running back against a great elite defense. And he just ran the ball down their throats. It's kind of crazy what he like. he's turned into. He's turned into a legitimate star running back like... He was another bad year away from being called a bust. Yeah, if he didn't, maybe he, not a if, bust, but definitely, uh, uh, surely, uh, you underwhelming. Know. Yes, not, underwhelming. Not like Trent like. Yeah, yeah. Trent yeah. Richardson, we're talking like top this five, top bust. ten yeah. bust of all time. Yeah. Like Derrick Henry. This is what Derrick Henry was supposed to be every the second he got to the NFL. Yeah, and he just and wasn't he, that. He's just bigger than the people. He's he's pretty fast. He's stronger. He runs them over. It was it he was, was really, also I behind was someone his first year. Who was he behind? There was another like decent running back in there. Chris Johnson. Oh, oh yeah, Chris oh, yeah. Johnson. The first couple of years it was, was CJ Tuke. Um, and he had like one great year, I think. Chris Johnson, one of his great years, and then he kind of fell off, and they kind of platooned. Um. And Chris Johnson was like the less talented back, still getting carries. So that kind of, that probably limited him a little bit because Henry's a workhorse. He he needs the ball 20, 25 times. He gets stronger as the game goes. He's in great physical condition, and the defense just wears out. You could see on some of these defenses, the the Pats look just hurt. But obviously, huge implications of this of this Patriots loss. What do we think yeah. with, with with Tom? I think he returns to the Pats. I I I, I do. In my gut. Uh, yeah, there's just nowhere to go from here for the Pats. Like, you don't have – you're not going to go with the quarterback you have backing him up right now. You're not – like, you're probably not going to trade for someone. There's really no free agents this year that would come and fit in. Who are you going to sign? Philip Rivers? Right, exactly. Teddy Bridgewater? So it's like Brady's probably going nice. to play one more year, so why not draft a quarterback high this year? Put him behind Brady for a year. Let him learn from him. Give Brady one more shot at it, and then call it a day after that. You got to build. The, you got to build the. You got to build his weapons around him, and you got to build the, the offensive line. And you're gonna yeah, get. Yeah, uh, let's not, not like it's not all. I can't. All, Brady obviously had a. <clears throat> he was he was subpar, but um, he didn't. No one did him any favors though. That offensive line was terrible. He had two reliable receivers, maybe. I mean, he was. Looking, <laughs> I just think they're they're in, the Patriots are in a bad situation from an offensive in, in a in a cap standpoint because he he's not taking a discount. He can go to the Colts who have a lot more cap and arguably just as good a situation if not better and we'll hand him the keys. 
<clears throat> you go to the Chargers, possibly a talented team, definitely more talented receivers. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, and Hunter Henry. Oh, my God. That makes a lot of sense to me now I think about it. The Chargers, they're going to move away from Phillip Rivers. So That's who Collinsworth predicted he would play. Where, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's a slam dunk whatsoever. I, I, Collinsworth said that. Oh, he did. Yeah, and and then and then Colin Hurt, uh, Colin Coward said the Colts, which is, I think I like the Chargers better, but both possible because Brissett did really didn't um, impress as much as I liked him. He didn't impress much at all. So the the problem is if you're going to pay him what he's not worth, but what he probably deserves because of his discount, he wants thirty plus million. He wants to. He's like, fuck this. I'm getting. We're probably not winning on the Super Bowl. I want to get paid. Fuck my wife. Like I, I, I want to make some money. He's like, I, he wants to make 30, 35 million, I think, but he's not worth that anymore. But it's kind of like a Dwayne Wade Heat situation where he takes this discount every year, where he's not the highest paid player, but he's like, I did this for you. You scratch my back. But then here's the catch: they're gonna lose all these, some of these great defensive players and free agents. I mean, right now, Mohamed Sanu's a free agent. Sanu was a really good receiver. It just the chemistry wasn't built yeah. there. How are you going to make the offensive line and, and, and the receivers much better without while increasing Brady's salary by almost double? I just I don't see it as a good I don't see either way as a as a great option for them because because people are acting like they had no receivers. Mohamed Sunu is a really damn good receiver. Like yeah. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan is a good is a really good quarterback. And him and Sunu were great together. He was great as a second and third option. Dorsett, I'm not crazy about Dorsett. We're losing Josh Gordon obviously hurt. James White, the options were, were were definitely limited, but you still have Edelman, who's top top ten in a bunch of categories. Um, so with Edelman, Sanu, the receivers, I mean, they're not brutally terrible. James White is one of the best pass catchers, probably to Austin Eckler, him and those those two, to Kamara and McCaffrey, obviously. I just I, I don't buy his receivers that bad. I think the the chemistry takes time with Sanu. I think they should bring him back. Maybe Nikhil Harry takes the next step. He was injured for a lot of it. I don't think he's a huge bust. I think he has potential. But I, I don't know. I don't see it as I kind of do see it as a dynasty over because how are you gonna how are you gonna replicate these seven defensive touchdowns or special teams touchdowns? I don't think that's likely to regress. They had a weak schedule this year. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I think both options are tough. You're gonna go with Jared Stidham, a rookie quarterback, or a, rook, or a rookie quarterback. I don't know. What do you want, Tom? You want to bring him back? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I hope. I hope they do it for one more year and just bring in a quarter, a young quarterback, draft a young quarterback this year. Go get like you know. Where do we think? Where do we think that like uh, a two is gonna go? I think two is going top five to ten. Yeah. yeah, so maybe. I've maintained this ever since people said he might not go in the first round. I never bought it because he has some of the best doctors. I know it was dire. I thought he was coming out. And I really thought that as we get away from the injury, the, the recency bias goes away and people remember the moments he had. People aren't going to remember him as injury plagued at Alabama. People are remember him winning that championship game, all the big games he won. The dynamic plays with his legs, the, you know, being a, a well, the, Heisman caliber player. The difference and is teams that need quarterbacks. You're not finding two Televiolas in the second and late first round. I'm sorry, his talent. He could be a top two or three, top two three pick first if it wasn't for Burrow. And if you're a team, it's almost like getting him at a discount. And that's this is what I said. And people said I was crazy. 
If you're the Chargers, if you're the Panthers, you got to just be licking your chops, thinking you can get a discount. Maybe this guy misses the first six, eight, ten games, whatever. He can learn under Cam Newton. He can learn under maybe it's a Philip Rivers. Probably he's probably leaving, but whoever the veteran quarterback may be, he can he can do it the right way, not play and not just be terrible right away, like with Dwayne Haskins and or when one of these quarterbacks gets thrown in a tough situation. He can learn the right way, and eventually he'll be healthy. And as long as he does continue to stay healthy, um, he should be a good to great quarterback, I believe, in the NFL. So He better actually be healthy, though, because he's right now he's being protected by his great doctors. His, his medical records are what, are what people are telling him. But when he goes into the but combine, saying, he's, he's going to get picked and prodded. As rookie. No, I know, but situ- there's there was talk that he You're his career was over. You're I'm, saying when he gets healthy. You're when he gets healthy. I'm saying they better not be lying about how healthy he is and his projection for recovery. Well, because isn't that we're gonna. It's not. It's more of being coy. You know, not saying anything rather than lying. You know, yeah. it's it's. But now when he goes to the draft, the combine, he's getting picked and prodded by NFL doctors. So there, there's no, there's no hiding anything anymore. So I'm, I'm not saying they're lying, but I'm just saying they better not be lying. But if he's willing to come out, then I think that's, that either says they are lying and he's just trying to get his money while he can because he doesn't know how long he'll play, or that they're not lying at all and he's truly going to be fine. Because if he's not going to be okay, what's the point of going back to Alabama for a year and trying to recover, even though you have James Andrews on staff? Because if you're never going to recover, it doesn't matter if you go in the fucking first round or the seventh round. You know, you, that money you get is your money. So he might as well take it. He's going to go in the first round. People are going to take that flyer on him. And it's good, it's good for the Giants that he came out because now a lot of people are going to be trying to get in front of Miami. The the uh, Chargers specifically at six. The, uh, the Panthers at seven. Um... Who else we got? Even Oakland at 12, uh, Colts at 13, Tampa at 14. There's a whole bunch of teams that could conceivably need a quarterback um, in that top 12, 13 range. There's five or six teams. So to me, that that's a, it's a great great thing for the Giants that he decided to come out and that we're one pick ahead of them, of Miami. But you got to – I, I would be – Shocked if Miami uh, passed on on Tua. And what do you think about uh, your new head coach for the Giants, Dave? That's a tough one. Um, I don't know. Like I, I don't know. I don't know any. I didn't know his name before today. Um, hey, I don't, he was on the Patriots staff, and I didn't know his name. Before yeah, I was gonna today. say I don't know if you did either. Yeah. Um, but it's uh. It was a shock, uh, but at the end of the day, it's better than Jason Garrett um, because sure, I, I was wondering if they were going to go with Garrett. That would have been bad. Yeah, I, I um, okay. Uh, yeah, I was I was worried about that because I just don't. How could you possibly be that tone deaf to your fan base by even considering Jason Garrett? Right. Um, isn't he? Isn't he possibly going to be the offensive coordinator? No. So I was tweeting about that before. Like anyone else ever noticed that? Like ESPN, one of their guys will will 
have a report. This was kind of this report specifically is what sparked the that tweet. But um, they'll have a report from one of their own guys. In this case, it was Ed Werder tweeted that Jason Garrett was actually being um, interviewed for the the offensive coordinator job. Since Ed Werder reported that, like three or four beat writers, Giants beat writers, and Cowboys beat writers, and other national outlets have all reported that that's not the case. That's false. That they, they they initially contacted him to interview for the head coach, and that was before they chose to hire uh, Joe Judge. And then they hired so why, Joe Judge. Why is, why is that happening? Because uh, ESPN won't admit that someone else made a report. They act like they're what they're universe is reporting is the only people that get news and if someone within their universe isn't reporting it it doesn't count that makes sense but why would ed werder put his neck on the line if it's not true because he's just reporting what his source told him and i'm not i'm not saying that espn's reporting fake news i totally believe that ed werder was told that by his cowboy source or or someone legitimate the source may not have been reliable the source was wrong or misunderstood or maybe that just wasn't the case by the time the news cycle developed um it happens all the time you know i mean we see it literally dozens of times a week that people report something is leaning one way and it doesn't happen i mean think about how often it happens in the nba with trade rumors and and signing free agent discussions like it just doesn't come to fruition um so i i I, but i just marvel at the espn's like gall to just continue it. This is eight hours later. I just watched Sports Center, and they're talking about Jason Garrett coming in as the Giants' offensive coordinator. Meanwhile, 15 other legitimate sources have said that's completely not true, and they can't even they can't even say like on the air, "Hey, we reported this in the morning, but seems to no longer be the case because blah blah blah." New York Times, New York Telegram, New Jersey dot com, yeah, Bleacher Report. True. 17 other places are reporting that that's not true. And I hate to break it to and you, the thing but is it's not it's non like like yeah. Adam Schefter doesn't have it doesn't have that happen to him. Yeah, it's not like a big deal. But like I know Ed Werder's great and I'm not saying he's not well connected, but sorry, like the Giants beat reporter that that's his only job is to know about the team and be at the team facility every day. He knows more than you. Like he's he's like more he, like he's more you connected than you are. If you work for ESPN, like you you can be wrong. Yeah. It's okay. Like, they've been wrong before. Like the Hayward news got fucked up. Like yeah. Like there's bunches of shit that happens. I mean, so nonetheless, I mean, I feel like we've talked a lot about that. What do we? What should we get into this week's games? Yeah, let's 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 go down the line of this week's games. Yeah. Um we'll give you the. So I went got, three and one this week. I went three and one this week. Technically three zero oh and three zero oh and one if you. If yet yeah, the Bills were at plus three, I was. I don't have my sheet from last week, but um, we technically weren't on. But that's I had. True. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's start off with the first game. Uh, let's go. Let's just go chronological order. Uh, so, Niners Vikings in San Francisco or in Santa Clara, fight uh, or San Francisco by a touchdown at home. It's seven. Seven. Give me the Vikings. Yeah. yeah. It's at three o'clock, right? Uh, four thirty. Oh man, that's tough for Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah. My boy, Kirk. 
I don't know. I'm going against the grain there. That's why I don't know. Sorry, we didn't talk about the Saints game at all, but that's why I've, everyone took the Saints, and I didn't really get it. The, 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 Ra- the Vikings were getting more than a touchdown, and it was a Kirk Cousins 1 o'clock game. Kirk Cousins is money at 1 o'clock. This is troubling for him, but I think they're very similar teams. It's not a primetime game. It does not qualify as a primetime game. It's not. I know, but they're very similar teams. They want to run the football. They they use some play action. Um, they are, both have very good defenses. They both have very good kickers. Um, both quarterbacks have been questioned at times. Uh, you know, both you know the both use the tight end heavily. Um, you know, they both and they both have talent out at, out along at the end, at the wide receiver position in Debo Samuel and Manuel Sanders, and then. Thielen and Diggs. So I think they're very similar teams. I think we're going to see a close game. I think the Niners will eke it out by three to four points, but seven points, it's too much for me um, to lay. I would I would definitely take the points in the Vikings personally. And I wouldn't be shocked if they, if they win because Kirk Cousins is a veteran. Mike Zimmer is a great coach. Kyle Shanahan is a young rookie coach. And Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't been in the spotlight. So, no. Yeah, no, I, I agree yeah. with that. I think, too, um, oh, what was I going to say? I just had a thought. Oh, this is like the, the Vikings have been, like, on the doorstep of, like, making that, like, making that jump. I think, like, this, the way they beat the Saints in New Orleans, this looks like. That was like convincing, too. Year. I mean. It, yeah. yeah. This could be a year that they get through. Because, I mean, realistically, you just took out probably one of the hardest matchups in the NFC. If they beat the Niners this week, who's going to stop them in the NFC? The Seahawks, maybe? I don't know. I, I, Packers, they can beat the Seahawks and the Packers. They can. Yeah, exactly. So I think I, I think this might be... Actually, I don't know about the Packers. The Packers have had their number this year. I don't know about that, but they're capable. They just haven't done it. But nonetheless, Kirk Cousins has been fantastic this year. Ever since we questioned him, like, is he a starting caliber quarterback? Uh, yeah. He... he, he He's been that and then some. He had 26 touchdowns, six picks. He he put on a show the second half this year. So, Yeah, Cousins, last 10 games, I think he was like top three fantasy quarterback. Yeah, he was just, I mean, they're not even throwing the ball a ton. I mean, that throw to Thielen at the end, such money. I mean, the pass interference possible call, I think it's, I think it's annoying. I think it's dumb because, yeah, he did push off, but he was also grabbed defensively. Um, which is why the yeah, no call. I was. thought that was fine. I thought that. I thought was it was fine. Fun. It wasn't egregious whatsoever. And here's the thing, you're you still gave up a 45. You gave them up to the three yard line. Like you can't say you were robbed. Like you gave up all those yards. A huge big play. Like, like it wasn't like this. This one play, like it was like a 90 yard touchdown, and it should have been called. Like they marched their asses down. It was an eight play drive before that point. Like. And I think, as yeah, there was physicality on both sides. Like he pushed off first, then he was grabbed. His hand was grabbed. So, but yeah, uh, yeah give me the Vikings. All what right. about this uh, Tennessee at Baltimore? What do we got for the line in that, Dave? Uh, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm nine and a half. half. Well, nine, nine and, and a half. half? Yeah. Give Bal- me the Titans. Give me the Titans, baby. Yeah. I feel like the clock's going to run in this one. I feel like we're going to have yeah. running, running, and running. More running. I think with Lamar and Ingram. And I don't think... Ingram didn't practice today. Oh, wow. That's big. They do have a good... They still have capable guys in uh, Hill and Edwards, but Ingram's obviously important. And obviously, Derrick Henry, they know what they, we know what they want to do. They're going to 
They're going to smash the ball. They're going to smash, you know, the point of attack at, at the line of scrimmage. So with Henry, nine and a half is too much for me. I know the Ravens have beat a lot of teams by a lot of points, but I don't think the, the Titans have a good enough defense, which I think it'll keep them in the game. And even if they're down 16 points, whatever, 13 points, they can get an easy backdoor cover at the end of the game. Yeah. yeah, nine and a half's a lot, especially for a Titans team that's coming off. I don't know if anyone high. wants it, uh, disagrees. I mean, you could disagree What's with it. Total. Uh, total's forty-seven. Give me that under. Over? I under. I was gonna say, give me the under too. I'm gonna like. Yeah, I'm saying, I, think, I think the clocks. I think this will be a quick game. I think the clock will be moving. A lot of running. A lot of running. Yeah, that's that's yeah that's 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 totally uh, that's, predictable. I feel like. Um, all right. Well, then, are we all agreeing? Both both dogs in the first the Saturday games. Yeah. yeah. All right. I love it. Uh, moving on to uh, Texans Chiefs, the highest over under the weekend, which is fifty one. Mahomes versus Watson, two young guns. On paper, this is probably the most exciting matchup to the to the average American. Uh, but what do you guys think? This is also uh, uh, what's Kansas City. Gonna, Kansas City minus what's, nine. What's the weather going to be? I don't know. I was looking at that before. Let me look it up. Um, Let me look it up. Kansas City. That's that's the weather app. Use Saturday. the weather. Snow. Yeah. Oh, Twenty six and snow. No, they're oh, playing. Let Sunday. me tell you one thing. Mahomes, he plays well in snow. But it's got, they're playing Sunday. It's going to be nice on Sunday. 30, oh. 38. And... Oh, it's a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, That's fair. I don't um, know if I would touch the over-under in that game, to be honest. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of it. I actually kind of... defense has been so much better the last I, I don't hate. I don't hate the under. Um, I liked what you were talking about before. I think I think you're right. I think Mahomes is, is going to try and... They're going to be much more focused on managing the clock. Because they know at like listen at 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 Houston's best they can they can score with Kansas City. Oh yeah. So they're not interested in in getting into they a can. shootout. But Kansas City's defense has vastly improved. The, the Chiefs did lose them like week four or five or whatever it was. But the Chiefs' defense has been oh my god they have been I mean you got. Oh, I agree. Uh, I think I think that's why they'll re- rely on the clock uh, rely on their defense more and try and manage the clock more. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, and like, and like, I think Mahomes, like I was saying in the chat, like I just think Mahomes' numbers, like they don't impress you at all. But just watching him play, like he's shown a lot of maturity, like a lot of like less sexy plays, and a lot of just like let's move the first down, let's run the ball a little more, let's be more methodical. It doesn't got to be a home run every time to Tyree Kill. If it's there, we'll take our calculated risk. But I'm not just gunning the ball three times backyard style, 25 downs, yards downfield every time. We have a running back in Damian Williams. We have a good veteran in Sean McCoy. Darrell Williams can run it. We have Kelsey. We have we have Demarcus Robinson. We can change it up. We can we can use Watkins here and there. They have a lot of versatility offensively. They're not a one-man show. And I do like the Texans to cover. Um, and I know a lot of people may like the I, – I mean, I mean, sorry, I like the Chiefs to cover. A lot of people may like the Texans to cover and I get it's a lot of points you might bet the number can't disagree with it I, I mean I won't won't blame you for disagreeing but I just think the Chiefs I think the Chiefs are a possible like they're this is their year they're gonna win it like Andy Reid and Mahomes they've gained experience together um I think Andy Reid is 
is going to crack through this year. I think if anyone beats Baltimore, it's them. And I see like a, I see like a twenty-seven thirteen game. Honestly, yeah. I going on. So you are going cover, I, I, cover and under. Yeah, favorite cover and under. So that means Kansas City's got to score at most. Uh, what 20, 26 minus nine. I'm not saying. I'm not 17? saying. I, I'm more confident in the Chiefs co- covering than the under, though. I'm not. Yeah, but yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe thirty. But even yeah, maybe thirty seventeen even or or thirty twenty even. Like like that's that's still possible. That's still under. Yeah. So Tom, you disagree? Yeah, I think I'm I'm with you on the under, but I think that's a Texans cover. I, I can totally see that view. I mean, they're definitely capable, and they have Watt back. He was he impacted, so um, they'll probably have Fuller back. I feel like this week, but. I don't know. I just feel like I have my confidence in the Kansas City defense compared to the the, the Texans defense is a is is big for me as well. But they definitely could. And this could be a great game. Could be a one possession game. I think it. I think it's going to be a good one. I think, and I think it's going to start the first half. Will probably be a uh, pretty low scoring. I can see it being like a like a ten seven. So mm-hmm. I can see the Chiefs being up like ten seven, and then I could see it being just back and forth the entire second half. Yeah, yeah. I'm. This is a, this is the hardest one of the weekend, I think, for me. But I, I might even buy the buy the half a point up to, to ten, and just take Houston because because of the fact that I think it's going to be a slower game script. Not so much that I don't think Kansas City will win. Like they, Kansas City could win by you know. Or Kansas City could win by seven or eight, and it seems much more than seven or eight. You know, um, they could win by yeah. ten. Um, right. I, I think this is the toughest game of the weekend to, to pick against the spread. I think it is too. I don't. I don't have a ton of confidence in this. Yeah. Uh, compared to the other ones, I mean, uh, I'm probably buying the the point or half a point and going up to ten uh, and taking yeah. taking Houston, taking that little loss on the juice. You know, you might have paid minus one twenty. Wouldn't but be a bad game to take a teaser too for this one. Oh yeah, if you're gonna if you want to tease a six point teaser, get Houston up to fifteen, and you know. Even if you teased all four games, even either way, I think I like the tease. Either way, whether it's whether it's sixteen or whether it's um, you know, whether it's four or five for for the, you know, yeah, I think it'll be in that range. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, all right, well, let's let's go on to the last game of the week. This is my this is my favorite game of the week. Uh, I think everyone is on one side, and I think I'm on the other side, and I love that I'm on the <laughs> other side. I, are you? I, wait, let me guess which side you're on. Are you on the? Are you on the Seattle I, side? I am not on the Seattle side. You're on the Packers oh. side, Tom. Where have you been? As what, much as he loves Seattle, he loves him some Aaron Rodgers. He's a bad man. I love me some Aaron Rodgers. Uh, it's not without. It's not entirely all emotion either. Uh, the last time Russell West, uh, Russell Westbrook, uh, Russell Wilson played in Lambeau in these conditions. He had three interceptions, and the Seahawks got killed. Uh, Lambeau Field, I don't think he's ever won in Lambeau Field, or at Lambeau Field, and I believe the Packers are the second or third lowest, he has the second or third lowest quarterback rating against them again for any team in his career. Uh, so I, I just think history points to, to Green Bay there. Their defense is much improved. The last time Aaron Rodgers had a top 10 defense, he won a Super Bowl. They're not a top 10 defense right now. I think they were ninth or 10th 
scoring defense uh, going into week 17. So I don't know where they ended up, but, um, you know, they're around that range. They couldn't, couldn't have fallen more than a couple spots. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think – I don't think Aaron Rodgers has a phenomenal game. Phenomenal game. But I, I think he, he doesn't ha- need to. Exactly. I don't think he needs to. I think uh, I just think Russell Wilson and the Seahawks struggle this this week, and they don't. They, they'll score points. So they just kind of won't get anything going. Maybe they put up 17, 20, 21, something like that, and it's a, a 24, 20 game or 28, 21 or something like that. Um, Rogers wins it on a last drive, or the Packers defense makes a, a stand uh, with you know a minute or two left. I think it'll be a close game, but I love the Packers minus four in this one. Tommy, I, I'm I'm torn on this one because I agree with a lot of the things that you just said, but I also think that Seattle, you know, I mean, obviously it was a beat up Eagles team that they went and beat pretty easily, but I don't know. I think it's going to be close. I think it could be like I think it could be a last second, like it could be like a a twenty one twenty win or a twenty two twenty. You know, what I mean, something like low twenties, some decent defense. Like one or two point game, I uh, and I could see the Seahawks winning. I could really see the Seahawks winning it. You know, they get they have that they have that running back now. You've seen Lynch get in the end zone twice in two games. They get on the goal line and he just powers his way in. He's on fresh legs going against the line and linebackers that are on seventeen weak legs at this point. Well, it's I mean, about, it's, about time they, they learn they got, how to run the ball on the one. <laughs> yeah, right. It's uh, yeah, they seriously. got something going for them, but. So I'm with you, Tom. I even might possibly money the line the Seattle. Um, it it should be noted Green Bay. What is their seven one at home? They've been phenomenal. Um, but I just think the way Seattle won last week, it was Im- unimpressively impressive for me because they only won by eight. They never took stranglehold of the game. But it's more philosophy change, and it's an it's an adaption of Pete Carroll and uh, Schottenheimer offensively. I think they're on the same page, and I never realized really been for how much they run the ball but they, it works they run the ball they milk the clock they control they don't turn it over with russell wilson they threw it 30 times um and russell wilson carried it nine times so that's basically and some of them are knees at the end of the game but a lot of those are most of those are not designed runs pretty much all of them are dropbacks compared to 17 handoffs to running back homer who i like too you like you said mentioned tom i do like him 11 for 12 um, Lynch six for seven in the one touchdown. You're not running against the Eagles. They are Barkley couldn't run on them against that. Aside from that one run, you can't run against the Eagles. That that run defense is filthy. I said, if the Seahawks are going to win this game, I don't care who's playing quarterback for for Nick Foles, Wentz, McCown. They need to abandon the run and and like those numbers I just read you, they abandoned the run. They said Russell Wilson and DJ Metcalf win this game for us. Like we like that's where they're vulnerable. We need to abandon the run first and second down and just go straight to Russell Wilson. Win us the game. Use your improv. Use your legs. Run on third down, third and 13. Get the first down. Make these big plays to Tyler Lockett and and DJ Metcalf. That's when Seattle's normally not their game script, but I think at their best. And they showed that they that Pete Cowan, Schottenheimer, they're willing to do that. But this week, I think it more aligns with their bread and butter. I think Packers are very vulnerable against the run. They're 23rd, um, 120 yards a game. And I think Marshawn Lynch is going to be very effective. I think Homer is going to be effective. I think they'll run the ball more. Um, I think I think Metcalf will have some big plays. I think Lockett will have some, have some uh, good plays, even D, uh, David Moore. 
but I think it's going to be a lot more balanced, even more running this week. So I um, I don't know how I feel about the over or the under, but I do like Seattle, and I think they're built to beat them. Whether they do, I'm not sure, but I think that strong run game um, against Packers' weak run defense. And then Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, I'm taking Russell Wilson this year. It's just how big of the home field advantage is that going to be to the Packers, and it could be the it could be the the deciding factor. But I'll take the Seattle. I like it so. I'm 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 the only one on. I'm the only one on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I've been critical of Aaron Rodgers, like Colin Coward. I've been critical of him. He they've won games, which is the most important thing, and he hasn't cared cared about his numbers, um, which is very undiva like of him, which he. He kind of can be at times, but so give him credit. But he hasn't been impressive, which is it's it's weird with Aaron Rodgers. It's like very frustrating watching their offense. They'll put up like fifteen in the first or twenty in the first half and like score three in the second half and beat the Redskins by four or five. I just I don't know. The Packers put their thirteen three. How can you argue with it? So it's I don't know. Yeah, they were a quiet done. thirteen and three though. They were they they're they're a quiet thirteen and three and an unimpressive thirteen and three. I mean, how unimpressive they they beat Minnesota twice and they destroyed San Francisco. They got destroyed by San Francisco. Oh, that they lost. You're right. I'm, I'm confusing them. I'm confusing you too. They lost by thirty yeah. to San Francisco, which was which was. So they still beat they Minnesota lost. twice. Sorry. They beat Minnesota twice, which was it's it definitely impressive. Um, but you know they lost to the Chargers, and that game wasn't even close when they lost them. That was bad. Um, and then who was their other loss to? They lost to. Uh, fuck. The Ooh. Niners beat them thirty-seven to eight, and then they lost to. <laughs> I can't think. There's one other. Well, I'm pulling up their schedule right now. Um... Niners, Chargers. Oh, Eagles. the Eagles. Eagles. <clears throat> I mean, the, the losses aren't terrible. It's just like I feel like they haven't played a ton of elite teams. Um, you know, they beat the Vikings, who are looking great right now. But, you know, their division, a lot of the wins is like their division wasn't what it – like the Lions were terrible. The Bears really underwhelmed. They beat the Panthers when they were bad. They beat the Redskins. They were terrible. I mean, all credit to them. You play your schedule. They beat the Raiders. They beat the Cowboys, Broncos. I mean, a lot of unimpressive wins. They did beat the Chiefs. But I don't know. Something doesn't seem right. But you can't count Aaron Rodgers out Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. They've done it. It's worked. It hasn't been pretty. That's the thing. It hasn't been pretty, but it's worked. Yeah, I, I just think they're – I have the Packers in, in the Super Bowl, just for the record, while we're here. Um, but – I think they're. I think, like you said, Rogers is really kind of uh, taking a backseat on stats, and he seems to care much more about just walking away with the win this year than, or figuring out how to walk away with the win than he does putting up. Yeah, I think him him having that disagreement with McCarthy over the last few years, McCarthy was there, kind of really ignited him to want to kind of prove uh, his worth on the stat sheet because if if he could say. I'm, look, I threw 37 touchdowns and, and three picks, and we and, and we went seven and nine. What the hell do you want me to do? You and know, you can't really, you can't. A managing is something very subjective. You can't really, you can't, you can't say, oh, you. Other than challenges, you can't really grade it. Like, be like, you were, you know, we know Garrett's terrible, but it's like, 
But, like, there's less. You'll see the numbers with Rodgers. You say, he's amazing. What's the problem? The defense in McCarthy. It's yeah. a lot easier to point the figure. I mean, uh, granted, the defense has taken a huge leap forward this year. That's That can't be understated. Oh, yeah, I'm saying in years past it was yeah, McCarthy. Yeah, absolutely, but yeah. Now now the defense is much better. Uh, their one hole is, the run, is their run defense. Their run game is great. To me, the problem with the Packers is you have Aaron Jones, who has very hit-or-miss games, um, as great as he's been. He's so touchdown-dependent. Yes, yeah. and you have Devontae Adams. And after that, if you take away Devontae Adams and you limit Jones, where where are they going to beat you? Rodgers isn't going to beat you with his legs anymore. I mean, Valdez, Scantling, Graham has been pretty unimpressive. Um, I like Aaron, I like Alan Lazard. I do like him for fantasy next year. I think he's a good young receiver. I think he's got a good rapport with him. I like Lazard. But are you going to count on Alan Lazard to be the number two option in a big playoff game against an elite defense like the Niners, against Richard Sherman or those likes? That's where it gets – I know I'm jumping hell a little bit. Like they, when, If they play the Niners, I, I, I'm biased against the Niners, but I feel like the Niners would have the big edge there. It's just – I don't know. Once you stop – if you stop Adams, what else do they have offensively in the pass game? If they get down big and they can't run the ball, what are they going to do? It's fair, but uh, Adam, Adams uh, is one of those receivers. He's like, you know, one of those receivers. If if he's, he's on, he's not being. There's no such thing as stopping him. Darrell Revis you know, in his prime he's isn't like stopping a him. Thomas. As, yeah. as much of a down year as he had injury wise, he still he came on late. He's still great. Um, it, it, it's just, but maybe not this week. But they don't have an elite corner. But if they do play the Niners, I, I'm just saying for your Super Bowl pick. I don't if they play if they don't play the Niners. If they play the Vikings, I think. You know, I definitely like the Packers in that game for sure. Yeah, but if they play the Niners, it's going to be a tough. It's going to be a tough game in a week. So I mean, we'll revisit this next week, but early, early, and you can change it next week based on what happens this week. But what are your my you know what my my Super Bowl prediction is is Chiefs over over Packers. What do you what is your guys right now if you had to pick? Mine's uh, not what you want, not what, necessarily what you want, but what you think. Your prediction. Ravens over Packers. Okay. You got and the Packers. Uh, you got the Seahawks covering, but not winning. Ravens is Ravens is so likely. Ravens is so likely. And I did. I did. T- I took the Chiefs in my pool, but I- I'm still going to ride with the Chiefs. I originally had them over the Saints, and that was, you know, that was foiled. As much as I don't. I'll say the. I'll say the Chiefs over the. I'll say over the Niners, and I think I have bias against the Niners, but I'll say over the Niners because if the Niners get through this week, I think they're looking good because they've already beaten Seattle one of two times, and they probably should have won both games, and they'll be at home, and I don't think the Packers will stand much of a chance, unfortunately. And I hate that Jimmy G will be in a Super Bowl. I don't. I think he's overrated. But that's what. That's what. That's what my pick. And I don't know. I mean, if Rodgers makes it, awesome. I, I. I mean, I want. I want the Packers to make it or the Seahawks. I would love Kirk Cousins to make it. Kirk Cousins has a higher passer rating than Tom Brady. That's a fun fact for you. Just pulling out stats. Not saying he's the better quarterback at all, but he has his passer rating is point one higher all the time. People will say, "Oh, passer rating isn't great." Whatever. 
whatever. It's just you can have your opinion on it. But Kirk Cousins is the fourth highest pass rating of all time. He's been a great quarterback for a while. He's underperformed in some big games. I really hope he makes it to the soup wins a couple games here. Pat, passer rating is one of those ultimate stats that people uh, use or disprove based on if it if it uh means more to them to their yeah. argument or not. It's like, like a lot of, it's like I player efficiency or or war in in baseball like I like war a lot. The most out of the 3 I probably like war the most. I think war I like I think I baseball wait, is also it, the because the average fan doesn't realize how good and how Drenton Simmons is defensively. How he has a hundred more runs saved in the last three years than the next closest player. Like, like, like hundred more runs saved than the next closest person in the last three years. I think, it, or it's it's something insane like that. Like, it, or it's it's absolutely mind boggling. Like, so that's why I love War. But uh, digress a little bit. It's uh, it, you know it can't be any of these things. QBR pass rate. It's not do or die. But I think it's a piece of the puzzle, and I think you gotta count it. I mean, my point isn't he's better than isn't better than Tom Brady. I just think. Like he's up there with some of the greats. Like if he performs, he's got his best team yet. Now he's got his running back healthy, Dalvin Cook. Like, don't count the Vikings out. Is basically my message, and and, and I think they can be dangerous. Yeah. Like I wouldn't. I would be not shocked at all if they beat the Niners. I don't know about you guys. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I wouldn't be either. But I think the. Uh... I think the Niners do win, but... I think the Niners win, but yeah, I could see the Vikings. I mean, I didn't think the Vikings were going to beat the Saints, and they did, so... No one did. Every Like, that's a classic example of, of Zimmer being... You're saying everyone's against us. Everyone says we don't have a chance, and we're just going to fucking... We're just going to take it to them. And they're the sixth seed. They can play that all the way through the Super Bowl. Yep. You don't say, Jones. I've, I, I, hey, listen. I know, I know a couple. I know a couple things about teams doing that. Hey, there's before we record our next episode. There's gonna be another big football game played. The Natty for college football. Oh, the Natty. That one. We got we got LSU minus six against Clemson. Over under at sixty nine and a half. I don't know. And a half? I think I like the over in that because I mean, let's face it. LSU and Clemson both put up fucking yeah, points. I mean, 69 and a half. Joe Burrow threw more touchdowns in the first half than Phillip Rivers has kids. Yeah, give me give me the over. I mean, Clemson does have a good defense. It's not what it was. LSU's defense is kind of trash, to be honest. It's pretty – it's not great. I mean, they played very good against Oklahoma, but for the most of the year, they hasn't been very good. I'm taking LSU minus 6-2, even though it's against Dabo, and I always – I always bet on Clemson in the in the finals over Bama. I just think Joe Burrow, this is his year. Like start to finish, this is Joe Burrow's year. I've heard Don't everything die. from like uh, in terms of what people think about this game. I've heard everything from Clemson's going to blow him out to LSU's going to blow him out. I feel like everyone's got a major different opinion on this. Whereas like I can't see Clemson blowing them out at all. I I don't see that. Yeah, I I don't necessarily see that either. Um, six is a uh, that's a. That's like a, a fuck you. That's a fuck you line. That's uh, worse than five. Yeah, it's just like God, you know. That's it's because it's right. Where, it's where, like, are, where are you on it? I'm 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 all in on Joe Burrow. I really don't know. Like I am too. I I get what you're saying, but it's just it's a lot of points. It's a lot Burrow. of points for a guy that a, a guy in a team that have proved that that doesn't matter multiple times. 
Yeah, I mean, they could be down 10 or something, and, you know, they clearly they make a comeback, and it's a three-point game. Yeah, I mean, even look at the, the game against Ohio State. They were dead in the water. People were, I was ready to turn the game off. Oh, they're down three scores. Trevor Lawrence just yeah. got baptized by someone. He's dead on the field. And next thing <laughs> we know, he's they're, they're up a score, like, fucking 15 <laughs> minutes later. You're like, what the hell just happened? I was ready to turn the game off because they were done. So I don't know. And and that that Ohio State team is as talented as either of these teams overall. They might be the most talented team in the country, that Ohio State team. <clears throat> yeah, including their defense. Yeah, that Dobbins is going to be a beast. Yeah, so I you know, if they can do that against a team So you're like leaning Clemson, towards the points, taking the points. I'm probably yeah, I'm probably leaning towards taking the points. I I I think LSU pulls out at the end, but you know, that Clemson money line is going to be tempting. Because it's going to be a yeah, good that's number. That's another tempting thing, too, because, it, it yeah. It's going to be a good number. What do you think, Tom? Uh, it's tough. It's tough. I think it could be a very close game. Uh, I don't see it, like you said, I don't see Clemson blowing LSU out, but I could see LSU blowing Clemson out. I could see that happening. I mean, they're... Maybe not blowing out, but like 14 to 21, yeah. Which, for a team that hasn't or, lost in two seasons, that would be a blowout. Yeah. But yeah, I think I I think I'd take LSU with the point. I think I'd take LSU and uh probably the over. I mean that's not a bad parlay. I mean I I don't hate it. No. And conversely, if you parlayed Clemson money line with the over, that sounds nice too. Yeah. Because you know if Clemson wins they're putting up points. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna have to put up bar minimum thirty five points, and you know it'll be over seventy at that point. Yeah. Also, with college football, over is really you know overtime really helps the over out. Yeah. Yeah, because they just go back and forth. They go back and forth. I mean, it, you know, if the game goes to overtime, you're pretty much guaranteed it's gonna be over as long as it's within like ten points going in. Which is insane. Yeah, like that LSU seven yeah. overtime game a couple of years ago or last year. <laughs> Final yeah, like, score was like, what seven, four seventy two. <laughs> one sky, both sides score a touchdown, and then there's your cover. Like if you're within ten going in, and you basically start in field goal range. Yeah. yeah you, no, you let you start. Yeah, forty two yard field goal, forty three yard field goal. So you're looking at like six points minimum, realistically, yeah. barring something crazy. So do we think we – does anyone think the NFL needs to uh, – I know we have their opinions about changing the NFL over time, but, but not because of the Saints game, right? No, not because of the Saints game. No. Because of the AFC Championship game last year. <laughs> I uh, – no, I think it's – it's. Uh, I think what the NFL does in the playoffs is fine. I just think they should adopt Fair. it in the regular season. Yeah. But they won't because of fucking TV shit. Like, yeah, but you can still get a situation where a team doesn't even get a chance with the ball in overtime. Yeah, it's fair. But, like, lots of just happened. Yeah. But it's not, you know, you could, like, give up a, a dink play and a, you know, bullshit penalty or something, and all of a sudden you're in field goal range. Like, but to score, t- like, if you can't, if you give up a touchdown, like a full touchdown drive, like, sorry. You know, you you shouldn't have let them Wait, score how is a touchdown. It's different in the playoffs in the regular season. Playoffs, they, they just keep going until there's yeah. no ties. Obviously, 
Oh yeah, oh that's what I figured. I yeah, that's what I figured. The, the rules yeah, are no different, not... except that it just keeps going. Yeah, because it literally can. Yeah, of course we're all on board there. But um, if anything, maybe like I would probably do a two quarter limit. That's probably would be my limit for the regular season. I would yeah, say sure. six quarters. Like I'm not playing more than six quarters in our other season game. Like my team's gonna be dead. Like it wouldn't go more than that, obviously, but. That would just that would just be me, but and or make it or make it the the sixth quarter is first score wins doesn't matter what it is. That's cool too. Yeah, like you if okay you need a touchdown to win the first one, but like second one doesn't if we're already here like we got to get out of here. Doesn't matter how they score if it's a safety game's over. I honestly yeah, I like that. <laughs> Like I was thinking all that. I was like, what if uh uh they got that'd be a weird way for a game to end there. For it to be a safety. How do they overtime. do that? What happens in overtime, first possession there's a safety, what happens? I think that's that's gotta be Is that it or do they get a chance that's to that's gotta be it. Yeah, field goal? Because then what if they it. kick a field goal that's three points to two? Who wins? Do you win on the field goal? Well, I think it's game over because think about it. If you give up a pick six, the game's over. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I right? don't, you I don't know up, for a fact. A I would, six, I would think it's six. over. Uh, well, well, that's different actually because a touchdown ends the game. That's different. That's not true. Yeah, I just a think touchdown, a, a touchdown in overtime ends the game. So that uh, this, that same logic can't be applied. I think giving up a safety is the most embarrassing thing you can do because it's so easily preventable. Yeah, you can literally just run. Fo- you can literally just push forward. Yeah, or just like, throw like with, the ball. Like Even if you throw the ball of- out of bounds and get a grounding penalty, like yeah. it doesn't matter. You're still on the one. Like with the premise of of forward progress, you literally, if you're running the ball, it should be impossible to get, um, you know, safety. Like you can literally, as a quarterback, just go forward. Even if you fail, like you're you're forward enough where it's not going to be a yeah, because it's forward uh, progress. Yeah, because it's forward progress. So, like, yeah, it's obviously when you give the running back and everyone knows you're running and he's three yards deep and he gets the ball and he's like, oh, shit. Like, but, yeah, the only way is a sack, realistically, or, like, that's possible if you're not an idiot is, like, a sack or, like, a, a hold. I get I get a hold. That, that's not as embarrassing, I don't think. A hold and that's a safety. That's that's plausible. Yeah. Like, you just get beat. You don't want to go to the sack. Like, it's not smart, but. It is what it is. Yeah. Well, you know, is. NFL, call us. We we got some ideas for you. Yeah, Roger, take some good ideas for once. Stop sending Antonio Brown letters. Just call us. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started. We're not going to talk about Antonio. Yeah, Brown. we're not. That's another. It, that's it, another. I can't believe hour. this is a bettable yeah. thing. A, a Logan Paul is like is minus two thousand. Um. Okay. <laughs> Literally. You can literally mortgage your house, your parents' house, anyone in your family's house, and put the money on him if if that happens. Like, oh my God, that is the freest money ever. Like, take out a loan, a hundred thousand, whatever. On Logan Paul. On Logan Paul. Oh my God, at minus two thousand. Yeah, I was. I was shocked to see. Yeah, I was shocked to see people actually think AB would win that. Like, say what you want about Logan Paul, the dude's been training as a boxer for the last like two years. If we're any having a boxing, boxer. if we're any, having a boxing any, match, he's gonna kill Antonio Brown. Any professional boxer, 
which, is going to beat him in boxing. Any professional MMA fighter is going to beat him in M- MMA. Like, like I don't understand. Like, like, like okay. Logan Paul is actually technically a professional boxer. They both got yes. li- they both got licensed so they could fight. Wait, who with is Logan Paul? He yeah, is, no, he I is know a professional that. boxer. He got licensed because for his last fight so they could fight without headgear. Because you can't do yeah, that I as mean, an amateur. So I mean, yeah, I mean, he I, would I, knock I, him out. He would knock him out in the first round. He's also got like two or three inches on him, and I don't even know how big of a reach he's got on him. It's got to be at least th- two or three, four inches. Easy. What's AB? Five ten. 5'11"? Yeah. 5'11", I think. Yeah, I think Logan Paul's at least 6'1". I mean, what, what, what do we know about Antonio Brown boxing-wise? We know he's probably quick, and he's in good shape, but he, like, how many times has he been hit in the face? We don't even know how many times he's been in the face. No idea. Not but, enough. But Logan, now, as a boxing match, clearly. Logan Paul would... Antonio Brown only knows how to fight in a street fight. And If Logan Paul knows anything about boxing, which he clearly does, he... He'll know how to just take his points and win rounds. Or Brown could literally get DQ'd in five seconds for, like, doing something cheap like he does every day in life. Like, just kicks him in the nuts. Oh, man, are you kidding me? Like, or I guess Logan Paul he's like, no, the world's him. against me. Logan Paul could starch Antonio Brown. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't, I don't think there's any chance Antonio Brown wins that fight. If it's a legitimate I boxing. I happens. I sure as fuck hope it happens. Oh, it'd be great. I would love... I, I mean, we could write a book on the excuses that Antonio Brown would make after that. He could literally be getting his ass kicked, like, early on and just get DQ'd on purpose and then just blame, like, white people. Or blame... <laughs> or blame, 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 blame the NFL. Blame the NFL. Blame the NFL. Blame white women. Like, blame anyone that, like, doesn't have anything to do with it. Like, blame Roger Goodell. <laughs> blame... Anyone but Saints. him. Anyone but him. But that's, but, the, that's the AB way. And then that, you know, that's the AB way. You're right. You're right, Dave. And I think that's uh, I think that's probably our episode for the week. That it is. Yes. Hell of a way to oh, end it. Oh, we have to mention the Bleacher Fan Store is live on the website. Yes. Bleacher Fan gear, bunch of gear for your, your favorite teams. More stuff being added every day. Uh, some cool shirts, some that's cool hoodies. Here. Yeah, so... Uh, check it out. We'll throw a link in the bio of this episode and, and head to the website, uh, bleacherfan.com. It's got a link on the top menu. Uh, we'll put it on social and everything. So uh, check it out. Rock some merch. We'll do some contests, giving away some free merch too. So be on the lookout for those. But yeah, I think that's our episode for this week. You want to send them off, Tommy Bunce? We will. Follow us on the socials, Bleacher Fan, Bleacher Bets. Get us everywhere, but we will be back next week to recap the divisional round. Look forward to the conference championships, and we'll talk about the national championship for college football. Have a lot to get to. We'll see you next week.